28. Oh, because that's the Connor episode. Okay. All right. Well. Are you recording now? I am. Fuck. <laughs> Are you ready? I don't know. Are you ready? Um. Are you ready? That's ready. Are you ready? Uh, Boy, that, that voice actually that I just did kind of scared me. Your oh. voice scared you. Yeah. Huh. I don't know why I was expecting it to sound differently. <laughs> But then it didn't sound the way I expected it to. This is a wild ride of an episode, babe. Um, okay, well then let's get going. All right, let's get going. Then. Let's get going. All right, so uh, welcome back, everybody. I'm Greg. And I'm not Greg. Yeah, welcome back to Otaku. You said welcome back said earlier. Welcome back, but I didn't say welcome back to Otaku. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So uh, yeah, we're leaving off, or we're not leaving off. We're picking. Up where we left this off. This episode is now backwards. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's a temporal thing. Mm-hmm. So we're at episode 25, Iggy the Fool, which is kind mm. of like... It's your least favorite episode. Well, it's like immediately... I mean, I get that his card is the fool, but like he's one of the smartest uh, fucking characters, even though he's a dog. I think that's the point. Right. Especially a, because he's a dog. He's a fucking dog, y'all. Like what, like a, a terrier of some kind? Yeah, I think he's actually supposed to be a, um, um, whatever Dolly is. French bulldog? Is she a Frenchie? Oh god, but he's so small. She? No, Iggy. Yes, French bulldogs are small. Yeah, I guess. Oh, 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 oh gross! This way, just made all my. Oh my god, <laughs> my fucking mind just got blown. Cause he's named Iggy, and he's a fucking Iggy. He's named after Iggy Pop. It doesn't matter. He's not an Iggy. But like. He's not an Italian greyhound. Can you imagine? He's not an Italian greyhound. You know how much grosser he'd be if he was, though? Yeah. <laughs> I just did. So. I yeah. hated yeah. it. Like, you're welcome. So anyways, uh, which I guess that's actually a good talking point for this episode, that um, Araki apparently decided, either Araki or the animation team, uh, decided that they drew him way too nasty in this episode. And like the next episode. Because... Did you confirm this, or is this just still your suspicion? No, I mean, have you seen the still shots between like the first two episodes? But yeah, like yeah, it's, fu- it's fucking. So you came to this conclusion on your own. You're literally putting a conspiracy theory out on the internet right now. Yes, can confirm. Why? And I'm happy with Why it. Why are you like this? Because it needs to be said. Unicorn Wham would be very upset with you. He would have launched us into fucking space by now, anyway. We're so. in space. <laughs> Everything is space. <laughs> Literally, how would he launch us into space? Hey, We're already Michael there. Vsauce here. Let's talk about it. It's Michael. It's Michael from Vsauce, and everything is space. Hey. <laughs> Can you go back to the Stardust Crusaders? Is that what we're talking about? Yes. <laughs> You're still talking about those JoJo idiots? Oh, my God. Um, okay. I yeah. hate the new intro. What intro? Our intro? No, that was. Oh, yeah. You do be hating that. Yeah. It's just such a downer. It is a downer. It's not good. It's, it's like, like this weird, like, like it's shitty. Hold on to your butts. Like, shit's about to go down. But you know what? I'm sorry. But part four, the second half of this season, their intro, like, that slapped. Right. Yeah, this is such a letdown. Not a That's breakdown. Like, no. But a letdown. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. The that we haven't, quote unquote, seen yet. Thank you. Yeah, I'm energy. Thank you. Um, this so, is very Alexis. And... It's very. I wish everyone could see. Maybe they can hear your hand motions through the microphone. <laughs> how intensely you're just walking your hands in front of it. I mean, it could be. Could be. Um, but anyways, damn them boys in the desert. 
But I was just like thinking, like you could literally just recap this entire season based on their location. Like where are they at? They they wet, they dry. They wet, they dry. <laughs> they real wet, they real dry. <laughs> okay, it's not Ben Shapiro. Like, <laughs> why do you have to take it there? That's unfortunate. It's current events, man. It's current events. All right. Well, why are you snarling at the ceiling? Okay. It's important. We're never going to get past this episode. Because this piece of shit dog is literally one of my fucking first notes for this episode. Uh, Verbatim. He just, like, comes out and immediately, I don't like this fucking dog. Like, I don't like him as a character. Which is funny because he definitely grows on me further in as we go. Which I I didn't really get the first time we watched this. I just hated him all the way until, like, the very end. This time, I'm like, man, he really was intentionally unlikable from the get-go. And I think the dog. Was, yes, the dog. The dog. Well, dude, they explained it. Like those poor schmucks from Speedwagon were like, he's been abused, and like they're like he doesn't have like the actual like mental acuity to be more than just like partially conscious of like this conscience conscious. I mean, he's <laughs> smart most of the time. No, he is really smart, but like, how much of it is? dog smarts and how much of it is having a stand user smarts and then how much of it would be like people smarts there's three different smarts going on it's like triple smarts is that the theory is that like a fire theory like fire triangle theory where they have to have all three of them to i don't what (laughs) (laughs) what what god this just keeps going off the rails uh they take a cute group photo they do they really and was that the end of the episode like the end of the last episode right no. Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. Are you lost? Yeah, I'm lost, of course. Have you been listening to this? I don't uh, know how you're lost, though. Uh, I thought that that was towards the end of the episode. I got unlost. No, it's fine. This fucking photo was adorable, and I love it, and it's to be cherished and protected. And I just want to be on the record to say that that's how I feel about it. So, what do you think? Photo, let's talk about it. I love it. Okay, good. That's right. You're correct. <laughs> um, Sorry, I was looking at my note for the um, the canteen bit. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of weird notes that I, I feel like I had context for in the moment, and now I'm just looking at it. And I have a note here that just literally says, dog loves his gum. Gum. Oh. <laughs> more... So thankfully, it's just my shitty handwriting that... <laughs> taking this to a weird, Gum. even weirder level. Listen, I've got Speedwagon's head go into canteen. Yuck. <laughs> that's what I got. It's literally like verbatim from my dog. Yeah, that's good. I mean, uh, oh, this is the episode where Kakumin loses his eyes. Well, yeah. he doesn't lose them. They don't like go missing. Yeah, it's all, right. all scratchy scratch. So this, I guess we should actually talk about like with some context of what the fuck actually happens in the episode. I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, we can just leave it as it is and move on to the next like, one. Like, there's a bad guy no. in the desert, and he's a bad thing, and, and Kakuin Is it hurt. the work of an enemy stand user? It is. If all this time, if I've learned one thing, it's that basically all our problems are the work of an enemy stand user. You know what I liked about this episode for real, for real, though? Other than the picture? Yeah. What? Um, it showed, like, JoJo having to, like, really kind of outsmart. I feel like that's, like, like, the first time he's, like, really outsmarted. Well, no, Anyaba. But that wasn't really that smart. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, angry. I think, I think, like, 75% of people would have thought of that. But, like, for the whole, like, he must be... Well, like, no, they, they all figured out that the stand user was a sound thing. Fuck. 
Where was I going with this? That is a good question. Oh, what I liked about the episode. I don't know. You just kind of, you watch JoJo's like inner monologue for the majority of the episode, like as he's, why are you pressing your face against that? Not as hiding. Um, not very good. Well, for the shot. So... You get to see him, like, reason out and, like, think out and interact with a brand new character. Um, two brand new characters, in fact. I don't know. I just really, I liked that, like, kind of insight. Yeah, he's smart. He's a real smart boy. And, and I know we joke we about We know him. that. No, we know that, like, going into it, though. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It was kind of funny because he's, again, seemingly the only one of the group that, like, comes up with some kind of a... A functional plan of attack to then, yeah. like, you know, do something about their really dire situation. In hindsight, it seems like he doesn't really think through this plan very much at all because it almost doesn't work. But it does. But he makes it work at, at the cost of like giving himself away, though. Yeah. So I guess he doesn't technically outsmart the villain. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it just—it was like... a good. It was a, 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 a reasonable gamble. It was, yeah, it was a nice ploy. Yeah. Nice effort. Good. Way to go, champ. Way to go, Jojo. Props to you, Mr. Marine um, Biologist. So, yeah. So, then uh, episode 26, which is, of course, uh, <sighs> Excuse me. Wow. Uh, Iggy 2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh, um, God. I feel like this should be actually a fun feature of a game for us on this show. Um, uh, renaming it because I have a better name for this episode. What? It's Jojo Threatens a Dog, the episode. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this is the one episode that he's doing the threatening of the dog. Because he does, very intensely. But um, what I was going to say is I feel like this could be a new feature on the show is fill in the blanks, context edition, <laughs> uh, based on notes. What the fuck did I actually mean? Because I would love to know what... <laughs> what I could have possibly meant with only four words, that's it, two lines, four I got words. you on this. This is how I did my notes. Like, I'm not even kidding right now. Okay. All right. I mean, you sound very confident. It's this. all off. It's all off, like, the same thing that I, the first note I took, uh, Jojo Threatens a Dog, the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the next note is Jojo Throws a Dog, <laughs> the episode. Okay. And then it's. Jojo talks to a dog like it's human. The episode. Okay. Iggy retrieves Jojo's hat. The episode. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's like the whole episode summarized just, in different titles. That's how you're gonna do the, like literally the rest of the show is just that's your notes. God, I like, wish. The action. The episode. <laughs> the no, one it's like where... the scene. Yeah, the one where. Oh, and the one where we find out that Jojo's hat really is like the back part of it's made of hair or like it's ripped up or something. Like he is a fucking multimillionaire. Do you remember the first time I noticed his hat and I yeah, was like, he really has half a hat on? Because we all we both came to the crushing realization at the same moment. I feel like it was like it's more like three quarters of a hat. I feel like it's fucked up, and I don't respect it. Or like two thirds of a hat. I don't respect this hat. We'd be it's the first to go on record to say that I don't respect his hat. His hat probably wouldn't respect you either, bruh. That's fine. Like, it would be mad. Like, the heart would turn upside down. The, the, the hand, instead of being, like, a weird thing, would be, like, full-on stop. Like No, it would be a middle finger. That, too. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be the, it'd be the Joe Jotaro finger. Yep. It'd be not it'd star be finger. Star finger. No, not star finger. Anyways, uh, okay, so do you want to play this game that I've... Now sprung on you. Are we done talking about episode 26? Because no, I feel like no, we are. This is, this is, in fact, my first two notes for episode 26. I'm already supposed to be guessing 
the, the episode? I mean. No, it's just literally what the fuck did I mean by these four words? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 First, yeah let's go. First line, first clue, two words: clever Avdol. Um, clever Avdol. And second line, two words: muscle chicken. <laughs> so it's because he pulled out magician's red. Uh-huh. Oh, clever Abdal, because he he pulled out Magician's Red to fight the water. I think he was like trying to like turn it into steam or something. Like mm. I could be completely wrong. I, I don't, don't actually I'm not, remember. I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the judges. They say uh, that they can't take that. Sorry. Um, well, the judges can fuck off. I didn't know I was being judged. Oh, it's true, actually. Yeah, the, the judges do now realize that this is pointless because I myself don't even re- remember what the fuck. I'm pretty sure it had something to do with him pulling out a stand. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, like you know, the typical, the rest of it. I'm I'm enjoying this format because it's very chaotic. And I, I just dude, I literally can remember you sitting there next to me, and like we literally were both like, oh, I don't like remember, or like, or like, oh, what he did was just like really, really smart. Oh, he just he must have distracted the enemy stand user somehow. Yeah. Oh, oh, is it, oh! <laughs> I remember the answer to my own game now. It was him throwing his fucking like bracelets, the, the bracelets in the sand, uh, yeah, emulating footsteps. Well, I mean, just getting the sound and the vibrations. No, yeah. So he literally did that, and both you and I were like, "Oh, that's a really good idea." Yeah. Like that was really smart, and you were like, "I'm just gonna write clever Abdul," yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. should have been like, "Hmm." Yeah. Okay. Wow. That was a that was a fun clever Abdul the episode. Trapes down through my brainstem. <laughs> That was a good journey for both of us. I really enjoyed that journey. That was such a good journey for us. Um, I love that journey for us. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, we were watching this in English. (laughs) You know how I know that? Because my last note here uh, for the end of the episode is Iggy creepily saying his own name. Oh, well, he does it in the Japanese version, too. I hate it. I fucking. He literally did it in the Japanese version, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, thanks. Is that why you made us stop watching in English again? It didn't help. That's well, fair. <laughs> fucking did not help. Yeah, this is the first time we hear the um, Pat Metheny train. Oh, yeah. Which, I, I, I got to admit, I liked it the first uh, 30 seconds or so, the first time we watched it. Yeah, it was it's just like, like, done. Sucks. The end. It's just like, this not fucking outro music. It's just elevator music. It is. All right. Is this Oingo Boingo? It is. It's, in fact, Wingo Boingo time, mother effort. I'm, like, they should have gotten two episodes together. Like, it's bullshit that they didn't get two episodes. I feel like I would have been happy with them as a recurring, like, slapstick. No. Thing. No? You wouldn't have wanted that? Not for, like, this series. I don't know. I feel like they like, could they could go to part better. five, I guess. And, I mean, maybe and take a drink from a certain person. They didn't die. Whom I'm not, I'm not spoiling. They didn't die. Neither of them died. Boingo nor Boingo. Uh, but anyways, my first note on this episode is these idiots with these dumb fucking hats. Because... Oh, and mine says, why is your hair so big? Because yeah. it's full of secrets. Yeah. Um, but hey, Polnareff smokes now. Like a lot. I feel like he has always smoked, but I feel like we well, just... But we never noticed don't... it. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, this is the whole thing is like focusing on him smoking a cigarette because he like flicks it. <laughs> and the little cartoon thing is like, oh, he's going to do this. And they're like, it tells the truth. Right. It always tells what the future is going to be. I mean, I guess in like literally every universe possible from every like nanosecond we spend alive, like just constantly making choices. Sure. It's true. It's never wrong. Quantum fluctuation is a real thing. Um, <laughs> which has Thanks nothing to do with this. 
what you're just like the way you're like nodding your head you're like well son wow. it's a real thing actually it's real and i know what this saw in an anime one time <laughs> you know how i know can you get back on topic absolutely fucking not please get back on topic <sighs> So, yeah, pulling off the arsonist is a fun thing. He's not. He did. He burned down a fucking uh, deli of some kind. Yeah, and so you know what that led up to? What? Warm Colas, the episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking came down to warm cocoa cola. And, uh, oh, yeah, cocoa. Yeah, because every time they fucking, it's like, which is really, really funny. Was this, was it part, was it part three or part four? Don't worry about that. Was it part three? <laughs> I hate you so fucking much sometimes <laughs> was it part three or part four that had the bepis like it's it it's part... my baby rohan it's part four okay so like why how dare you okay how dare you what? bring up the bepis what oh, all right so it's it's in fact how me being fucking dare i am you. actually talking about the episode right now which is a first for this episode of the podcast Fine. Okay. So my, my point to this was why were they so afraid to use Coca-Cola when they blatantly in part four used It was nineteen ninety nine, it was a different time. Coca-Cola was Listen, a thing. if you haven't no sorry, that was like very aggressive. Listen. Listen. Um no, like seriously, if you pay attention in Stardust Crusaders, because I'm one of those assholes who does um, and you're looking at shit like they're eating or drinking stuff like it's never ever ever name brand because in the 80s that wasn't a thing like they had to make up their own brands for like TV shows movies like everything so maybe this is something kind of fucking meta or so, maybe literally that's how Iraqi did it in the manga so that he did cocoa cola in order to get around trademarking and copyrighted bullshit yeah so they easily could have but to continue from the original manga you're suggesting that they just left it in as like a subtle little like nudge nudge wink wink it's the 80s fuckers <laughs> okay <laughs> everyone's doing coke and drinking coca-cola yeah hold okay. on i gotta write that down carry the carry the podcast i gotta write oh, something okay. just carry the podcast yeah so anyways um yeah so you got one asshole who has the ability to shape shift his face and or body into whatever configuration as horrible as it could be to emulate other people so like the whole the whole shtick with this episode is that they're trying to follow Boingo, the younger brother's um, shitty little stand book, it's like dad, it's like it's like baby's first picture book stand version. Listen, this is a rocky self-deprecation. The episode, yeah, and the the little like asides that they have in the manga version stylized of themselves is horrifying, <laughs> but unique. It's cool, but it's just like oof. I like, think it's very eighties, and also I read somewhere on the internet, and we all know that that must mean it's true and i didn't do my research afterward but no. i did i have seen places that people talk about how iraqi was like not a good artist like when he started out like he was he was not good like his shit was just weird and like that goes into like the whole like differentiation of like i guess animation for the anime like maybe it reflects like him growing as an artist like as he continues because even the artwork i've seen from parts one through eight are like it's it's so wildly different yeah i mean i actually literally read this morning while i was shaving a article that was talking about the advancement through his uh through his entire career as it started from parts one through one and two were you know very much the 80s and but in his own weird like kind of softly rounded way but then part three came through hitting like you know the, the hottest sharpest 
shonen anime on the market. Mm -hmm. And then part four is, you know, of course, the answer to that in the 90s way with, um, you know, softer, rounded features, but still a certain air of masculinity and maybe a bit of a more comfortable place that, you know, with fashion and stuff. And yeah, and that just kind of keeps advancing as we go. And I'm, I've only watched through part four and I basically don't know, as I've said before, any spoilers from part five, which I cannot say for Liz because she loves them spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. I can't, she can't help get enough it. Of them. Spoilers. I don't love spoilers. I just yeah. love stuff that has spoilers. They get you into all... spoiler territory. Um, but it's like there's a lot of good stuff in this episode. It's goofy as fuck. But like, um, Dum Dum uh, Oingo ends up getting uh, himself into a sticky situation where he has he's shape shifted as Jotaro in the car, and the idiots are like doing like, hey, hey. Jaro, do these do these tricks for us. Oh yeah, the party tricks. Like the fucking party tricks where he's like like have a, a lit cigarette and flip it in your mouth so it's like backwards. On I your know. Tongue. And you know what I love about that scene insinuating what? Is that Jojo has party tricks for the group that he's that they've sat around some night like after battling a stand user or like getting, you know, driven off a cliff by Polnareff. They're just sitting around like Fucking about, like shitty, having a faff. Yeah, having a laugh. As no, way. they're not shit housed. I feel like Joseph would be a very bad grandfather. I feel like you are very fucking exactly right because you know Muhammad wouldn't drink. It's not that he can't or that he doesn't. He just wouldn't because right. he'd be like, I have to be the mom now. Right. <laughs> Which is fine with him because he'd rather be like reading a book or something. Yeah. And then Joseph is the one who go goes to the store and buys like a fucking handle of tequila and like Bud Light. And just starts handing out beers, even though they're still warm. Right, because who gives a shit? And, like, Kakuin is the one sitting there where he's, like, making the face, like, this just tastes like piss. I don't get it. But by the end of the night, he's nicely sauced. JoJo's sitting there just, like, kind of grimacing through his first or second one. And he's the one that gets quiet drunk. And you don't know he's drunk Uh until he starts doing his party tricks. Uh And Polnareff would be sitting there just fucking imbibing like hell because you can drink beer at age 16 in France. See, all right. And he would be holding his beer better, but then he would get into the the tequila and get too confident, and he'd be the one puking off the side. I love it. The only thing that I would say that I think would be different was, all right, so I think I think you're spot on with Polnareff because he's a fucking idiot. <clears throat> um, I feel like I feel like it wouldn't be that crazy for them to all be drinking in the 80s in these countries because I don't think that they really had like a legal drinking age law um, in a lot of these places, especially in the 80s. Um, okay. <laughs> and so it wouldn't have been quote-unquote, too horrifically irresponsible for Joseph to just be handing out fucking, like, you know, rager nights for these 16 to... Anywhere from 16 to 20, let's say, yeah. old guys. Um, but I feel like... I feel like... Uh, um, I feel like Jotaro would, would be, like, super quiet, and then all of a sudden he'd be, like, let's go do karaoke right now. No. No? No. You don't like that image? I do. Because he'd be like, because he's really confident, but he's quiet about it. I think that would be him literally pushing three sheets to the wind if he, like, grabbed, like, Kakuin by the shoulder and was like, buddy, karaoke fucking now. I think Kakuin. I'd be like, Kakuin would be like, "Mm, time to, like, really just start speeding up this sobering process because someone's going to carry his ass home. So, but with Kakuin, you said that you think that he would end up just kind of nicely soft. 
I think that he would like get real hammered, but like, I don't know. I think he'd be funny. I think he'd be like the, the the guy. He'd be like Wayne, where he gets so hammered that he just sits there and like laughs. Like, every, like yeah, that's like what I'm like. Nicely sauce to me means like you get hammered, you do it slowly, mm. but then it kind of like just really sneaks up on you on the end and puts you in like a really giggly place. Like okay, I guess that works. I guess that makes sense. Thanks. You yeah. guess that works. I wasn't asking your opinion. Like this. No, is... I'm like I'm just like we're like you know vibing on each other's like opinion on these drunk boys. That's yeah. all. Yeah, that's all it is. They're not drunk though. Anyways, uh, yeah, so Iggy, uh, as I was saying, like, five minutes ago. Sorry. No, it's fine. I completely fucking started that. Um, yeah, this whole thing, like, basically, like, he, they're just trying to get, um, to get it so that what was supposed to be, like, prophesized in the book comes true, and they just keep fucking it up for themselves. And then Iggy comes out of nowhere and does, like, the super comic relief of chucking the stupid bomb orange back into the car. Mm-hmm. Or, like, back onto the road when he's running away. And then he, like, slips on it like a fucking banana peel and then blows up. And it's just, like, that was, that, that whole thing was really funny. Like, I actually thought, I mean, it's, it's stupid as hell. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, I feel like this episode, unexpectedly, the, episode, the inclusion of Iggy has added a new layer kind of nuanced but also obnoxious to their comic relief potential that i wasn't expecting. were you just getting tired of of they're constantly just being like poop and toilet yeah it was, too, it was too easy i feel like he adds like a, le- a level of like he's like the stoic straight man even though he's a fucking dog that weighs like six pounds mm, probably eight right okay yeah, so, like, but you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, and there's a lot of episodes coming up, especially from, like, the ones that we just finished watching that I don't think would have been possible without Iggy as just kind of, like, that that extra padded level or layer of of goof. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. he just rounds it out, and it's just, like, there's so much more. Like, this from this point on, like, there's a lot of really goofy shit. Yeah. Like, there was But I think, like again, it's it. trying to prepare you for... The bad times. Or unprepare you. I guess it would be more like, oh, remember all this fun times everybody had? Well. We're done with that. Not no more. We're done with that. Not no more. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so that, that was 27. I'm pretty comfortable with that. Uh, yeah, it was what? it was Iggy Plays Fetch, the episode. Why is my last comment on this episode, Thick, thick Boy Booty Patrol? Not sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Did they, like, walk off at the end of it with, like, all their butts just, like, super <laughs> prominent or something? I like, don't what the know. Fuck? I don't know. Okay. I don't know why you do these things. I, I, I don't know. You're I'm like, just... I'll definitely remember this eight weeks from now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. This is cake. I'll just make a bunch of stupid, obnoxious, like, kind of funny observations. And then not remember what it was about. Any of them. We're not going down a rabbit hole to figure that one out. Let's just move on. Okay. All right, cool. I'm yeah, assuming our is. television screen was just full of cake. Yeah, which I is... really want cake right now. I know. <laughs> um, but hey, look, good news. We're on the last episode of this segment. So that's cool. Maybe that's the, awesome. Yeah, maybe the chance for cake is higher because of that. Okay, let's speed it up here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see that the, the, the idea of cake has gotten your attention. Um, oh, God, I write some terrible things. Why did I write this? I didn't want to talk about it. Oh, because Iggy was, like, getting all like, the the girls being like, oh, he's so cute. Oh, the nurses. Yeah. I like that you wrote that down, but all I wrote down was Kakuin's chest equals, Bow! Oh, yeah. Because it was just, like, I mean, 
all of these boys, I feel like in these episodes, especially in this this half, have at least a couple scenes where it's like this proportion it's just, is just yeah, so, it's way off. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad, but so good. Um, yeah. So uh, Polnareff starts off the episode by getting his face, his whole face, farted all over by Iggy. Of course. Um, because that's like the new. That's the new. Uh, he can't find a toilet gag. Mm. Is that the he's going to climb on him, eat his dog, hair, and fart his face. The dog makes his face to the toilet. So, um, yeah, so this is uh, the whole cursed sword trope that we all love. And, you know, yeah, Shaka did not it. deserve the bad things. Yeah, I know. That kind of did suck really bad. And then he, like, and then, like, because of this episode, he ends up just being kind of like a throwaway character, which I really thought yeah. that he was going to be the, the big bad for the no. whole episode. And it ends up being like, he's just the first unfortunate... He's the first 10 ca- minutes of yeah, his... Yeah, the first unfortunate casualty of this stand's, you know, path of destruction. Yeah. So... Um, apparently by this point, I also, instead of just renaming the episode, I renamed the entire anime. Okay, what do you got? Grunting and pulling the anime. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sure the, the internet will never take that out of context, right? You're not supposed to. No? You're not supposed to not take it out of oh, context. Okay. I was like, that sounds unrealistic. What do you got going on over there, bud? You're making me fucking nervous. Don't worry about it. It's just, you know, it's a thing. It's my thing. I know. It. It's thing. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. It's like, what's wrong with you? What? Can you just, like, focus? Can I focus? Can you focus Can on, focus? instead of playing with the stuff, whatever behind your beer glass? Again. Don't worry about it. Ugh. All right. Anyway, so a bunch of people die. A bunch of people get fucking swords through them in various horrible ways. Um, you know, as you do uh, when you're involved in an anime. Um, and then I have, uh, you know, because the bad guy, of course, as a fellow swordsmanship or swordsman, immediately um, takes after Polnareff because, again... The idiots left Polnareff to his own devices. It's true, they did. They did it again. Like, this is literally the fourth or fifth time that he's been left to himself and ends up almost getting his whole ass whooped. Because he uh, does not respect other cultures, and that's, like, his his brand. <laughs> his whole brand is being... His whole brand. A, a socially shitty yeah. socialite. Yeah, and he gets, he gets his own dumb music for dumb Polnareff. He does. Um, so, yeah, he walks off all cool, and he gets, uh, walked aggressively after by the bad guy, and then they do a big sword fight and stuff, and naturally, Polnareff gets just a few more flesh wounds, which, what's, what's another three or four flesh wounds at this point? No, it's fine. These boys are fucking walking pin It's just a scratch. It's they're just a scratch. They're just walking slabs of meat, ladies and gentlemen. Like, that's all they are. Mm-hmm. So, this is the only time that things are bad enough for Polnareff. He loses his, uh... His merd. poise. Yeah. He, he loses goes, his merd. Well, no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> but he's usually after that. Like, he's chasing after the potential to lose his shit. He's um, chasing after the guy who's just menacing the anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do have a note on here. Like, the, the text for menacing at this point in this episode is just so big. It takes up, like, the entire fucking screen. It's so good. Yeah. Polnareff almost gets brainwashed, um, which I was amazed that he didn't because he's the dumbest one. In this particular episode? Yeah. Like, he almost, like, from the touch of the sword, like, the whole, all right, is this another rule? Like, don't touch my suspenders. Uh, Look at my little teeth. It's tiny teeth. You always say little teeth, but it's tiny teeth. Because I do love hearing you say tiny teeth. (laughs) 
It does. No, fill, I have to correct it you. It does fill my heart with joy. I don't want to have to correct you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so don't touch the sword. Okay. Don't touch the cursed sword. Well, no, because Jonathan. Sword. It's cursed. Jonathan got a sword. Yeah. And it was a... pluck. <laughs> okay. And it was probably a cursed sword at one point, considering it belonged to the cursed it's like fucking hell spirit. Cursed. And it's a real sword. Was it a real sword? Yes. Yeah, it was. It, was. it, was... it sliced someone in half. It did. it did do that. But then that person was like, haha. Joke's on you. Yeah, joke's on you. You didn't even get my balls, and I'm already <laughs> healing up. Wow. Can you imagine <laughs> that conversation? Like, talk about awkward. Anyways. Can you just keep going, please? Um, yeah, so then, like, they uh, narrowly uh, avoid the, the Polnareff death again. And then the guys, when I, I think my favorite thing about this is that anytime that Polnareff almost dies, everyone else is just so casual when they do meet up with him again. Like, oh, well, you didn't die, so that's done. Congrats, you didn't die. Yeah, way to go, champ. We'll, you didn't die. We'll get you a cake. With a little <laughs> Can we get cake, please? No, we cannot get cake. <sighs> Sorry, what are you doing with your hands? <sighs> okay, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, and then uh, this ends with uh, Polnareff's, of course, the the best, most Frenchest way to de-stress and de-escalate in a in a near-death experience is to go down to your local Sweeney Todd, the Demon Sweeney Barber Todd. on Fleet Street. Yes, to have him give you a clean shave with, you guessed it. Uh, real cursed sword, and that's it. Oh wait, no tongue time too. I have a note about tongue time. That, that happens again. There's been too many fucking episodes without tongue horror. I'm pretty sure there was tongue horror in Oingo Boingo. But are we just getting like fucking? Are we that. just normalizing the tongue horror at this point? And it's just like whatever. That's your last note. I still have notes after that. What? I have. I only have one other one. Psycho Barber and the stand user. Yeah. Um. That's it. That's all I got. What did I? Because that's where it ends off. What then... is this fucking note? Oh no, <laughs> sweet. Oh, I. It says, "Oh no, sweet baby Shaka." Okay. Why wow. am I so suddenly obsessed with Shaka? He didn't deserve the bad things. I mean, he didn't, but he was like way in the in the beginning of the episode. I have a that there was a bunch of scat references. I mean, yeah, it was a polar up heavy sentence. Oh, and I also wrote a joke about how the pillarman would get excited by Shaka because he can hide behind pillars. Well, it's not, but um, you wrote it. Did you, you notice it. the magazine or book that uh, JoJo was reading when Polnareff was in the barber chair? No, it was about oceans. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, I did remember you saying that. That's funny as fuck. That's it. Hey guys, this has been a real fucking wild are ride still, tonight. Are you guys still there? Because I don't really think I am. <laughs> like I feel like my 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 body has left my body like yeah. five times, I'm just like, staring I feel down like at about it. Twenty minutes ago, I I flung the car door open and just tumbled out. Like and like my but brain. But you did. didn't have cake, so mm. what? Don't talk about cake. Never. Fine. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Never. Ever. Ever. Oh my god! It would. This area would get so much benefit out of like a twenty-four hour Kroger or something. I'm not. I'm not denying that. Or it's... like a twenty-four hour Publix. Oh, Chipotle is my. Publix is my life. It's not actually, but it's like, it's my jam. It's good. So uh, I feel like this is a, a good place to leave off on this episode. Well, we're not going to be talking about any more episodes uh-huh. on this one. Like my, my waning attention span is literally just like, thank <laughs> I God. thought you were being so sarcastic just no, then. No, I wasn't. I was like, we need to Oh, yeah, thank God. I can't count to no, four. Thank you for reminding me. We need to end this fucking episode now. <laughs>
Get us out of here. Get us out of here. God, fucking for the love of God, get us out of here. So the guy who like just kept going off the rails. Yeah, well, you know what? Someone's got to derail that train. Is that... Anyways, hey. I'm look, pretty sure they've already been on seven derailed trains. Yeah, that's just like they don't even bother talking about how many trains get fucked up. And they're like, yeah, it's not that bad. At least it wasn't a horny boat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. It's so fucking <laughs> awkward, bud. What? Your spare parts. I wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Anyways, I'm Greg. I'm not Greg. <laughs>